0: Welcome to the Black Eye Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and all I hope things are going well for you, but you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to the people that things are not going too well for because God knows this is a really tough, tough world we are living in. And what prompted me to make a podcast today was simply that the nurses. Um, The medical staff are being fired due to the vaccine mandate given by our illustrious, and I say that totally in sarcasm, President Biden um, mandating that people get this vaccination. And as a result, skilled nurses, not just nurses, doctors, you know, all types of people working in the medical profession, are going to be losing their jobs. And Kathy Hochul, our governor, Governor Kathy Hochul of New York, has proclaimed that she will replace these medical professionals who have worked tirelessly in New York during the pandemic, because New York is one of the highest deaths in the nation. Correct me if I'm wrong. And, um... You know, these people are suddenly disposable wickets, you know, widgets. Not would I say wickets, widgets, they're disposable. You know, you're putting them out and you're treating them like they are the trash of the universe. And you have now deemed medical professionals who have worked tirelessly throughout this pandemic. You have deemed them trash because now they refuse to get the jab. So I've came up I was scrolling, scrolling through, scrolling, get me. Sundays, right? I was scrolling through the um the internet and I was looking on Twitter and by the way, listen, contact me on Twitter, tell me what you think. You know, follow me at the Black Eye Podcast. MHB, ten seventy, but um, to tell me what you think. But I mean, really, the 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 um, the sadness I feel, I I can't even really. Just I can't even say, you know, the words just they fail me because I can't imagine what these people, this, the, the, the the medical professionals, these nurses, these doctors, these, these people who've been working, and how they must be feeling that the president of the United States comes out and says, I, we have lost patience with you. And a governor comes out and says, Governor Kathy Hochul says, we will replace you. You will be fired. As if all that you have done, all that you have been through, the ups, the downs, the craziness, the uncertainty, the tiredness, the overworked, you know, all of those, all that time, all of that meant absolutely nothing. It just falls like glass and shatters on the floor. And they have Absolutely no empathy for you. None. And so, you know, you, you went from being a hero, you know, to now being zeroed out of life, out of your job, out of your profession. All I got to say is um Florida and Texas, baby. <laughs> Anyways, um, in a dramatic turn, uh, this is from Forbes uh, uh, magazine and this was published uh, a couple days ago and it's uh, from Jack Kelly and uh, the article goes like this. Well, the, the, the title is, in a dramatic turn, the Once her- heralded Nurses and healthcare workers are being fired for not getting their vaccination shots. Last month, Joe Biden expressed his frustration with vaccine-hesitant people and signed an executive order compelling vaccine requirements for about 100 million Americans. Quote, he says, We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us, he angrily said during his speech to the nation. Biden added that he was frustrated with the 80 million Americans who have not complied despite the surge in the Delta variant and an alarming increase in cases and filled hospital beds. Companies with over 100 workers must have their staff vaccinated or submit to weekly testing. This is the thing, and I'd like to take a moment to talk about this, because what is happening here is you're supposed to have the option to submit to weekly testing, Right. And I say this all the time. I know I'm repeating myself. I know, I know, I know. But it begs, uh, it's a driver to the argument here that um they want to keep the narrative of this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And I guess by taking this testing off the table, because that's what everybody's pushing, do not offer the, the um option to get tested but make them get the vaccine that's the option they're not even talking about that even though that option is on the table you can get tested but it it would it would fly in the face of the narrative that if you got this testing and every week you're testing negative and i you know i said this before i'll say it again i know i'm boring you but bear with me here it flies in the face of that narrative if you are being tested and every week you test negative. And then someone who is fully vaccinated, which is constantly the case, okay, that is the case. You get fully vaccinated and somehow, some way, you contract COVID-19 or its Delta variant. Then they can't say, and it can't be in, uh, true that an unvaccinated person is causing harm to a vaccinated person. It can't be true. They cannot justify this in any way. So they have to force you to get this vaccine. Because the weekly testing, I don't understand why if you opt for the weekly testing and you get tested every week, you know, at your expense, okay, This is something that the the company, as I understand it, may not be paying for, okay? So, if you're getting that test every week, why do you need to be fired? And if you're negative, okay, you have a negative COVID test, why do you need to be fired? It just doesn't justify the vaccine mandate, especially in light of The people who are fully vaccinated in high vaccination rates, i.e. Israel, and there's a story about that too, who are still getting sick because the vaccine wears off after six months. They're talking about booster shots already. Booster shots. But if my point is, if the testing, weekly testing is is an option, which they're not making an option. Then why do we, why do you even need to fire people? It doesn't make sense, especially skilled people like in the medical profession, experienced workers. Why do you need to do that? Okay. So, anyways, companies with over 100 workers must have their staff vaccinated or submit to weekly testing. Health facilities that receive federal Medicare and Medicaid with a round of 17 million workers will have to be fully vaccinated. The same holds true for employees of the executive branch and contractors who do business with federal government. They won't have a testing option. The Business Roundtable, I guess that answers my question. The Business Roundtable, a group representing some of the largest U.S. corporations, gave its united support to Biden's plan to require private sector companies with more than 100 companies to mandate vaccination or alternatively conduct weekly COVID-19 testing. So that is in the, in the mix here. That is in the mix. Not for people who get the Medicaid. If you're in, under the government, under the government purview, then you don't have the testing option. But businesses, you have the testing option. There is no reason for people to be fired if you have the testing option. The members, and just in another aside, you know, we all know who the politicians are really working for. Obviously, it's not the people. The members include the upper echelon of CEO elites, including luminaries such as Alphabet Sundar P- Pichai, did I pronounce that correctly, P-I-C-H-I-H-A-I, Jane Fisher from Citigroup, of course. Amazon's newly installed CEO, Andy Jassy. And Apple's Tim Cook, of course. Of course. Of course. Because, you know, they're going to give big donations to the Democrat Party. You know? Big business loves big government. Big government gives big business the power to to overlord over you, you know, to overreach into your life and into your personal life. Big companies, big corporations love big business. They love it. I may speak a big government. I'm sorry. Big government, big, yeah. Big corporations love big government. That's what I'm saying here. Um, After Biden's speech on September 15, Gartner, a Stanford, Connecticut-based technology research and consulting company, polled 272 legal, compliance, and human resources executives following new federal guidance on vaccine mandates for health workers and updated Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, regulations on vaccine and testing requirements for employees. Gartner's survey showed that 46% of organizations now plan to institute a vaccine mandate where legally permissible. Chris Audit, Audit Senior, of Director, Senior Director of Research, said about the results of the study, quote, It is likely that we will see a clear majority of firms instituting mandates of some kind by the end of the year. End quote. We are now seeing companies ramping up their vaccination mandates, and some are firing workers who won't get their shots, even though... The, the The mandate has the option for a weekly testing. New York City was the epicenter of the disease in the u s during the early days of the outbreak. Don't we know it? A lovely routine, a lovely routine emerged from the daily grimness of life. New York walk- New Yorkers walked out of their homes at 7 p.m. to bang pots and pans to show their appreciation and gratitude to healthcare workers, nurses, and first responders, police officers, and EMTs for their heroic action in the face of risking their health and lives. Yes, these people risk their health and lives. In a dramatic reversal, many of them may now lose their jobs. New York has told workers that unless they receive the vaccination, they can't keep their jobs. Political officials cite that around 16,000 of New Yorkers, New York State hospitals' workers, representing about 83,000 people, aren't completely vaccinated. Roughly under 10% have not received a single shot. They're demanding for employees to get their vaccination or else face the consequences. For a failure to adhere to the state's vaccine mandate for healthcare workers, New York Presbyterian Hospital fired about 250 employees who refused to get vaccinated. According to Newsday, Northwell Health, New, New York's biggest healthcare system, boasting 19 hospitals and over 77,000 employees, fired about two dozen unvaccinated leaders, and that those numbers could grow for not getting at least their first dose to help protect against the coronavirus. The Washington Post reported a New York Carolina-based hospital system announced this week that roughly 175 unvaccinated employees were fired for failing to comply with the organization's mandatory coronavirus vaccination requirements. WAPO added, more than 150 health care workers who did not comply with the vaccine mandate in Houston, at Houston Methodist, one of the first health systems to require coronavirus shots, were fired or resigned in June after a federal judge upheld the policy. Christian Care, a Delaware health system, announced this week that 150 employees were fired for not adhering to its vaccine mandate. New York Governor Kathy Hochul, replaced former scandalized Andrew Cuomo, yes, good Lord, took executive action requesting National Guard to take over the responsibilities of nurses and healthcare workers that were terminated. Quote, we're taking all the steps preemptively in anticipation of what I call a preventable staffing shortage, end quote. Hochul said at a press conference, And she says, I don't have to do this if people will get vaccinated. There's plenty of hours left in the day, but I also know I need to be prepared. It's not just healthcare workers. Almost 600 United Airlines employees who defy orders by the airline to get their jabs by the company imposed deadline will lose their jobs. This was an incredibly difficult decision, but keeping our team safe has always been our first priority, wrote United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby and President Bret Hart in a letter to employees. For those who lose their jobs, there's another concern. It seems that a worker who violates their company's vaccine policy may not be eligible for unemployment benefits, which I talked about. So, this is the thing, okay? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you've been through during this pandemic. It doesn't matter what you've contributed during this pandemic. It doesn't matter. It do- it just doesn't matter, you know. And I think the fallout is going to continue with, um, with police officers, because I mean. If a lot of police officers in New York City, I mean, crime is already high. So if police officers start getting fired or laid off because of their vaccination uh, stance, it affects um, firefighters. Because, you know, we need firefighters, excuse me, firefighters. That's going to, that's uh, you know, affect what goes on in the city. It affects a lot of people. And if, um, according to Twitter here, and this is a very good point here, if 83,000 medical staff of nurses are fired from New York, and this is from Kevin Surdy on Twitter here, in the New York health system over a vaccine mandate, the system will never recover because, yeah, how long can you sustain the National Guard taking the place of nurses? How long can you sustain that? Because the National Guard is a temporary solution for a very serious problem. And then you have to get the National Guard for police. Because how many policemen are going to be walking off the job? And, and this is to- totally, totally on the left field. We don't know yet what the fallout will be. Maybe it'll be minimum. Maybe it'll be great. We don't know yet. And then you have firefighters, because those unions are all fighting these mandates. They're fighting the mandates. They've been on the front line. They've seen things we have not seen. They have heard things we have not heard. I don't think it's misinformation for a nurse to say, well, I'll hold off on the jab for a bit. I don't think it's misinformation for a doctor to say, you know, I'll wait and see. I don't think it's, Absolutely, absolutely not misinformation for EMT or, or a police officer or a firefighter, people who are out there who see life at its absolute worst. I don't think that's wrong for them to sit back and take a breath. Take a moment. But see, the whole point of this. Is so that you have no options because clearly it's it there is an option and you can fight this if the if the option is there this can be fought because there is an option the option is according to joe biden you have to submit to daily testing weekly testing or whatever kind of testing that is an option you don't need to fire these people it's unnecessary And now they're going to blame the unvaccinated because they're going to say it's your fault. It's your fault that we have to fire you. It's your fault that these people who are fully vaccinated are getting sick when that is clearly, clearly, clearly not the truth. It's not the truth. And... You know, we already know, uh, Yeah, you know, I don't have to tell you. I know you all read and, and know what's going on with uh, Israel, with the vaccine mandates, you know, with their vaccine, vaccination, what's going on with them and how they have a high vaccination rate. Most people in their country are fully vaccinated. And they're talking about booster shots now. And they're talking about uh, right now, Israel is like uh, putting pressure on people been vaccinated twice so now you have two jabs okay two jabs and now israel's telling you well you know telling their citizens not us necessarily that two jabs is not enough because this goes back to the question i asked before when does this ink when does the coronavirus mandate and when, when is the end date? So we're all watching Israel because Israel comes out with all this data about the, the, the vaccinations wearing off after six months and the booster shots and all this kind of stuff. So Israel comes out, darling little Israel, and Israel says, uh, puts pressure on, this is from News Newsmax, Newsweek, or something like that. I'll find out what it is exactly. But Israel puts pressure on people vaccinated twice. Because, you know, this isn't going to end. So now you're going to be firing people. So now you get, say you get the jab. Say, you know, you weighed the options. And, you know, you can't afford to not be working. Okay. And that's okay. That's in your purview. You got to do what you got to do. There's no shame in your game. I don't consider it a win for people. I don't consider it a win for the Biden administration. It's not a win. Because you didn't convince people to do it. You forced them to. You can't say that, you know, I got, I got, I raised some money, you know, and you stuck a gun to a person's hand, and you got wallets. And as you said, I'm successful at raising money. You stuck a gun to people's heads. What else were they going to do but give you their wallet? A couple of you couple may fight, you know. You may risk your life, but most people say, well, here, here's my wallet. I'd rather you take my wallet than die. but it's not a success. I don't consider that a success. You didn't convince people. You didn't even talk to people. You didn't even deal with the issues that really matter to people because people are complex. People are not, what is that? Monolithic. You can't, um, lump a group of people into a, 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 a group and say to them, Oh, well, you're, your only reason why you're doing this is because you want to stick to Biden. Who the frick cares about Biden? I've said this before. Did I not say this before? Who cares about Biden? Nobody cares or cares about Biden. Biden can't even remember his own damn name. Who the hell cares about Biden? And then you have some idiot who's like, Oh, well, you don't care what you put in your body. You're eating chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets is food, you moron. We eat chicken all the time. We eat beef turns out some beef may be fake beef but we don't know you don't know where you're putting your mouth you put injections in your your skin it says what it is it's botox it's a toxin most people who put things in their body make that choice it's not a mandated choice you make that choice and then you have people who have this argument. It's like, well, when you go to college and when you travel and when you join the army, you have to take the vaccine. You can't argue with that. True. I've never been in the military, but I've dated men who were in the military. My husband was in the military as a Navy man. When you make that choice to enlist in the military and you have to make that choice, make no mistake about that. You sign those papers and you sign away your rights. Those are choices that you make. When you go to college, there is not a mandated college. Nobody mandates college for you. But when you go to college, there are certain vaccines that you must take, especially if you're going to be living on campus. It is a requirement to enter into the institution. But this, again, is a choice that you make. You enter into this institution. These are the rules you must follow. When you travel, again, another choice. You take a vaccine because you know that some countries are not as up-to-date with their vaccinations as we are here in the United States. So you, again making a choice to go where you want to go and do what you want to do, go to Africa, the continent of Africa, go to a different country, go to the Middle East, wherever you want to go, you have to be vaccinated. Again, predicated on your choice. You accept the responsibilities based on your essential choice. You choose to travel. You choose to go to college. You choose to join the military. All of these institutions are predicated on choice. And so in order to engage, you must then comply. But if you don't go to college, you don't get that vaccine. You don't have to have that vaccine if you're not going to college. If you're not traveling to another country, you don't have to get that vaccine in order to travel to another country. It's not even necessary for you. If you don't join the military, you don't have to get that vaccine that, uh, that is required by the military. Why? Because you're not joining the military. You, you, you didn't make any choices to do these things. But going back to what the Israeli's government is doing, putting pressure on people who already had two jabs. Okay, so you already had two jabs. It's already been established that if you get the jabs, you, you're completely vaccinated, you're going to get COVID. You probably will contract it. Okay. But your likelihood of going to the hospital and getting severely sick greatly lessens. It, it's less, much less. Nothing wrong with that. These are the decisions that you get to make on your choice, looking at the evidence, seeing things, understanding things. These are choices you get to make for yourself. But the article goes on to read this. Tel Aviv. Due to the high number of infections, the Israeli government is increasing pressure on people who were vaccinated twice during the coronavirus from Sunday. The so-called Green Pass, which facilitates access to public life, does not apply until six months after the second vaccination. Thereafter, affected individuals should receive a third booster injection. Even those who have been tested positive for corona should receive a vaccine no later than six months later. According to the figures from the Ministry of Health, the new regulation could affect more than a million people. So, you get the green pass. This is what I understand. You got your vaccination, you get the green pass, you can go to all the public places, you can enjoy life. They have granted you the great freedom of fresh air. Wow. But in light of the fact that somehow the old vaccines have lost their effectiveness, now there's a booster shot. So now your green pass becomes... Jeopardize, jeopardized because, yeah, okay, you got the jab and you complied the first time, but you're still liable to be a danger to society, so you got to get the third jab because your pass will be revoked if you don't. At least that's what I'm understanding. I'm going to go ahead and read it, but that's this is what I'm understanding right here. The Green Pass is valid for almost all areas of public life in Israel. Anyone aged three and over must prove that they have been vaccinated. Three. Cured or tested negative if they wish to attend sporting or cultural events, fitness rooms, museums, restaurants, universities, or conferences. Again, they have even a more diverse choice. You can have, uh, you can have been vaccinated, cured, you know, you had it and you, you were over it, and tested negative. So I mean they're not as draconian as what's going on here in the United States. At least they have options. If I took a negative and I I took a covid test and I have maybe two covid tests, I'm you know, take the two covid tests and I have um I'm negative, then I should be able to go places because if I I don't have covid, I can't give anybody covid, right? Isn't that the the rationale? So, um children up to the age of 12 can be tested for free. From the age of 12, you must pay the cost yourself. Fair enough. According to the Ministry of Health, 61% of the 99.4 million people have been vaccinated twice, about 37% three times. The prerequisite for the third injection is that the second vaccination has taken place at least five months ago. At the end of July, Israel became the first country in the world to start administering third vaccinations. The basis of the decisions are figures from the Ministry of Health, according to which the effectiveness of vaccination has fallen sharply since early June. The Israeli Teachers Union Association, excuse me, the Israeli Association strongly criticized uh, the new regulations. From this Sunday, teachers without a green pass who do not wish to be tested for the coronavirus will be exempt from teaching? Teachers are then not allowed to teach online or receive and receive no salary. That's about 50 percent of teachers, or about 80,000," said Ron Addis, President of the Teachers Association. The association is calling for a two-month transition period for teachers to receive the third vaccine. Ed criticized the government for communicating the new requirements too quickly. Regular testing is also inconvenient for teachers. The association reserves the right to challenge the settlement in court. In early September, Israel recorded the highest number of new infections per day since the start of the pandemic at more than 11,000. Since then, the number of infections has been slowly declining. However. Experts still warn of overloading the healthcare system with unvaccinated and critically ill corona patients, even though, let me go on. According to the Ministry Ministry of Health, the vast majority of some 600 critically ill patients recently are not vaccinated. Out of 11,600 of those patients were unvaccinated. Okay, that's what they're saying. And am I understanding that correctly? So, the number of infections have been declining. Declining. And out of the 11,000 people who were, you know, have been infected, 600 are critically ill recently are not vaccinated. Is that what I'm understanding? Am I reading that correctly? So let me just go back for a second. It is that the association is calling for a two month transition period for teachers to receive the third vaccine. So you've already been fully vaccinated. And if you don't get the third vaccine, Okay, you will be exempt from teaching. Teachers are then not allowed to teach online, and they receive no salary. But you've already been vaccinated, fully vaccinated. But you got to get the third jab within two month period. So they're putting pressure on people who are fully vaccinated. So teachers are fully vaccinated. They got their vaccine. You know, (sighs) you can't even. Rest. And that's Israel. Do you think that not having the booster shot will end here? I mean, do you think like the United States will be the people who will also adopt this thing? Okay, now you're fully vaccinated. We got you all fully vaccinated. Congratulations, we're fully vaccinated society. Cases start to rise. Now the mandates are in place. Now you have to get the booster shot. So, okay, now you're fully vaccinated. You don't want to get the booster shot. You just don't want to get the booster shot. You feel that you're okay. I've got, I've been fully vaccinated. You told me that these vaccines were going to work. You told me that they're going to help me uh, mitigate symptoms. You told me this, but they say, oh, you know what? You know what? Mm, There's this other variant that's coming around and you need to have Extra protection for this other variant. So, if you don't get your booster shot, you're you're going to, um, you know, you're going to lose your job. Okay, so, you know, people fight against the booster shot. Look, I've been fully vaccinated. I went through all this crap. You put me through hell. You know, you put my family through hell. You know, we're sitting here. We're going through hell. You put the nation through hell. You did all this to get us vaccinated. We got the vaccination. And now the vaccination is not enough. You need the booster. And every year from now on, you got to have a booster shot or you'll lose your job. Because why? Testing is not an option. You can't be tested. It's the shot or it's nothing. The job or the jab. I know I just went all on this tangent, but it's just that this thing is never really going to stop. Is it? It's never going to end. Is it? And what unintended consequences will our economy suffer? We're already struggling to get back on our feet. We already have people who are out here trying to work out here trying to take care of their families, out here trying to get their lives together, trying to recover, get back to normal from the pandemic. And all of a sudden now, it's not worth it for you. Because somehow, some way, our freedoms have been signed away. And the new the new sign the new warnings is no job, no jab. No jab, no job. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no jab, no job. You don't have the jab, now, how many jabs you gotta take? How many jabs does it take for the COVID vac- for the for the mandates to lift? That's the question. How many jabs does it take? That's a question. How many jabs do you think it'll take? I'm talking to people out there who listen to me. How many jabs do you think it will take for this mandate to end? We're talking about a third jab. We just got out. We just got the second jab. We just got the first. You know, the the vaccines just kind of rolled out in when? June? May and June? No? No? July 4th, it was supposed to be complete, 70%. According to Joe Biden, we're at 75%. Um, I look at the figures and remember we're at like 60-something percent. We're up there. We're getting to 70%. But according to Joe Biden, 75% of people had at least one dose. That's a lot of people. 320 million people in the United States of America. And, you know, 75% of them have at least one dose. 63% 63% or something in that area, they're fully vaccinated. That's a lot of people. How many jabs? What will it take? What will it take? I'm sorry, but I'm standing here and the visions of, you know, no job, no jab, no jab, no job is, you know, dancing before my eyes. And, uh, you know, (laughs) you you see a vision of a human resources, you know, contacting you on the phone. And it's like, you know, it's time for you to get your jab. You know, you didn't get your jab this week and, um, you know, you got to get your jab. Otherwise, you'll have to clean out your desk. And it's like, "Oh uh, Lord, you know, didn't I just get this jab? How long will this be?" And now they're telling us that uh COVID is endemic, which means it's not going away, It's not going to go away anytime soon, which could have implications on when the mandates go away if they ever go away. Oh Lord, have mercy, anyways. I hope I didn't bore you too dead. I want you to listen to some of my other things, you know, uh, my other podcasts and, you know, tell me what you think. Tell me how you feel. Tell me if you disagree. Tell me if I'm crazy. Tell me if I'm all over the place with these vaccine mandates. Tell me how you feel about it. Follow me on Twitter at the black eye podcast at MHB 1070 on Instagram at the black eye podcast. Um, my at MHIGH 1029. Uh, drop me a line on the email at hi michelle557 at com, And don't forget to leave me a voice message at the black eye podcast at anchor.fm. Michelle, High Bailey, slash, uh, double slash, double slash, voice message. I look forward to hearing from you and hearing what you might think and and how you feel about it. Am I, you know, how, how, how are you feeling about this? Do you think this mandate will ever end? Do you think, you know, the the virus will ever end? Do you think it'll die down? Do you think we'll ever get back to what everybody perceives to be as normal or will there be a new normal? Is there a new normal? And Will we wake up and this whole horrible thing be just a nightmare, a hiccup? Or have we done something far more than we could have ever encompass? The unintended consequences. You know about those. Anyways, if you have been with me this long, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, and thank you, thank you for your support. I do appreciate it. Shout outs to Germany. Shout outs to Canada. And of course, shout outs out to the United States of America. Thank you so much. Listen, go out here. Have a great day despite how crazy the world is. Take time to just find something to be really thankful for. Because we have a lot to be thankful for. And um, you know what? Be blessed. Bye bye. You have just heard the Black Eye Podcast. If you would like to contact me, you can do so through Twitter at MHB1070, on Instagram at My1029, that's M H I G H 1229, 1029, excuse me, or on Patreon at theblackeyedpodcast.com. If you would like to donate to the podcast, You can do so through Stripe. Any donation helps me make better content and bring it to you. Thank you.